So nice. you'll notice what is a lot of porn. <laughs> please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Pick up your phone. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. Please, Monroe. We're calling you. Hello and welcome to my living fucking nightmare. It is so hot. Gucci, wh- how you doing? Hi ho, yippee ho, yippee Oh shit, this is the second time you do this. Oh fuck. Did I do it last <laughs> year too? Yeah, you did it last year too. And, oh, and uh, nice. Monroe was confused by it. Speaking of Monroe. Yeah. Today we can talk as much shit as we want about Monroe. Can we? Yeah, he's not coming. What? That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Even if we called him, he wouldn't answer because he's doing some stupid shit. He's trying to make the most of not being a father yet. And he's like out somewhere doing something was, to someone. Wasn't he on some like some wedding course? A wedding course. What, like something to learn how to be married or something. Oh, the the marriage thing. No, that he's not doing that full time. I think he's just on holiday. Oh, okay. Uh, so, what do you want to do? Do you want to just chat, or do you want to call no. someone else? Do you have something in mind? So, I want I want to call my little cousin. Nepotism. Okay. Yeah, nepotism. Okay, fine. Yo- Jonas. Is he a Jonas brother? Yeah, he's one of them. Nice. Okay, sick celebrity feature. Should we call call Jonas? Do you know his number? Uh, of course. Something, some shit. Boop. Uh, yeah, hello. Who is this? <laughs> hey, uh, this is your cousin, Gullion. Uh, You don't sound like him, but uh, okay. I just got a lot manlier and, and sexier. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I, oh, I thought you were maxed out on that, but okay. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I'm joking. I'm his best friend in the whole entire world. Besides you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you a famous pop star? Uh, no. What? But uh, that joke, uh, I've heard it a couple of times, I have to say. Oh, uh, Because I have three brothers, or two brothers, oh. or three brothers. So it's like, we're the Jonas brothers, because I'm Jonas. Uh, but they're not called Jonas as well. Uh, no, no. Yeah. But from my perspective, it's like the Jonas brothers, you know? Yeah, yeah, fair But uh, I've heard that joke... <laughs> a lot of times. Whatever, but, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just saying, you know, be more original, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joan. Fuck. I don't think there's any other Jonas jokes, unfortunately. So I'm going to blame you for this one. I mean, uh, I have many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but sure so you why, do. Why did we call this man if he's not even a, he's not a famous pop star? He doesn't appreciate our jokes. Why did we call him? <laughs> because he's my little cousin. Oh, okay. Because of uh, nepotism, like you spoke of earlier when I was listening to his show. Excuse me? We hadn't called you yet. Don't break the fourth <laughs> wall. This isn't Rick and Morty, man. We can't just be breaking the fourth wall like this. Ah, sorry. Sorry about that. I'm new to this. Uh, so tell us your whole life story. Uh, birth. Where were you born and how? And was it traumatic for your parents? <laughs> uh, I was born uh, at a hospital. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, I don't know <laughs> anything else than that, but, uh, yeah. Where do you assume you will die? Uh, probably at a hospital. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> the circle closes. Yeah, pretty much. I guess hopefully at a hospital. Yeah, hope- <laughs> hopefully. I mean, it's not the best place to die, you know? No, it's one it's of the worst place to die. On the one hand, it's the best, and on the other hand, it's the worst. Yeah, right? No, I feel like it's the worst. It, it could be the. Uh, it's like the. It's like the middle ground, I guess. Like <laughs> the, the worst to die, place yeah. to die is someone else's sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Right. The best yeah, place sounds, to die. Bad, yeah. The best right. place to die is your own sex dungeon. <laughs> right, right, right. That so, makes and sense. So, somewhere in between those two things is the hospital. But it says a lot, I think, if you assume you're going to die at the hospital, it means that you sort of think that your life is relatively 
middle of the road. Yeah. Right? That's a good observation. Yeah, sure. Is that true? Yeah, pretty much. Like if we asked Monroe, Gwino, do you think Monroe thinks he will die at the hospital? Probably not. No, he's not going to die there. He's going to die somewhere absolutely insane. Yeah. He's going to die in the jungle somewhere because he decided to take a <laughs> rowboat out one time and they ended up in fucking South America. Yeah. Some shit, which I hope he's not doing right now because I want him back. Yeah. Uh, how old are you, little baby cousin? Uh, 27. Ooh, are you going to... Oh, no, we already decided we we're going to die. You're not. So you're not going to die this year. The the Fable uh, 27 Club. Wouldn't that be good? I'm not famous yet, so I have one year to get famous, then I can okay. die famous, you know? What's your vocation? What do you do? Uh, I'm a student at the uh, mechanical engineering student. So, okay, that's not you're not doing so well on the getting famous front then. It's not a no. classical recipe for fame. Not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then what? How, what are you going to do? Are you going to... Tell me, tell me what you're going to do for the next 40 years before you die. Oh, shit. Uh, That's a question that I cannot possibly answer. But hopefully, uh, no children, you know? Oh, (laughs) shit. Damn, okay, okay, why? A lot of work. Wow, okay. A lot of uh, shitty sleep. You should uh, should also be, I'm like looking at him. So I I know that this is an ideal. An ideal what? Result too. Huh? I don't know if you understand that it was complicated. I was I was saying you were ugly. Oh, <laughs> oh. I wasn't sure. I was hoping you were being like, yeah. Okay, so it's not going to be a problem. I'm not going to have a problem. You might have been insulting him, but. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a good one, though. <laughs> so some people in this world would be like, excuse me, but you're studying a difficult thing at a university and you're saying you don't want children because it's hard work, but aren't you already doing hard work or whatever the fuck? How do you feel about that? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like children (laughs) is like a responsibility that at least not yet, you know, I guess it's like kind Mm. of that kind of thing, like not yet. Okay. Right now it would be devastating, you know. (laughs) Well, I know, I knew Jonas when he was little, cute kid. So I, mm. I think it wouldn't be bad that he would have children. Okay. Because my kids would be cute. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it a little bit like um, like politics, right? The person who wants to go into politics shouldn't because they're not uh, people yeah. that should I, be doing I agree it. Isn't it take... kind of the other way? Isn't it kind yeah. of the same? I mean, like the people that don't want to have kids, unfortunately, are the people who probably should be having kids. Uh, yeah. Not always. No, not always. No, but not I, always. I, but I not get, always. I yeah, get the yeah. idea. I actually like have like made this p- argument a lot of times about the politicians because the person who doesn't want to become a politician's po- politician is aware of the duty. He's aware of yeah. the things you have to do. He's not going to become corrupt. He's not power hungry, which is bad. You know, he's, he's just wants to make a positive impact. And if he gets to position of power, he's gonna have to work his ass off you know mm-hmm. really really hard to make those changes become a reality and it's it's way harder than just uh, being a powerful craft politician that's and easy th- therefore it's just better to say fuck it i don't care is it it's better <laughs> yeah, to... <that's> <laughs> so my my suggestion I, I don't know if i already pitched this on the podcast is that all uh public offices should be fully randomly assigned you have said like that. Uh, up to the office of president it should just be like essentially like jury duty so shorten the terms to like one or two years and just fully randomly assigned you just get a letter it's like hey you're president <laughs> for the next two years go for it and bro. I, I think you should be shocked afterwards <laughs> no that's that's not the best <laughs> no because then if you're shot afterwards then you have no incentive to do a good job, right? You might, you're just, yeah, I do... mean, you have four years, and if you do a good job, you're not shot. more money your family gets. Oh, uh, no, I still disagree mm, with this. What, how do you say a good job versus a bad job? How do you just like, yeah. uh, like everyone give a like? <laughs> <laughs> then the guy was the like the influencers too, they pay for likes, you know, yes. you could just use the government money to pay for likes yeah. and his family oh, gets, you know, billions of dollars because he did just a good job getting likes. God. So my, I've changed my theory now. Everything should be random, but Gwydion should never, ever, ever be allowed to be <laughs> anywhere near this shit. He's, <laughs> he's an insane person. True. That is true. Uh, fair. You are from Iceland. Yes. 
We're getting to know you. This is like my uh, my old math teacher, Glenn Johnson. He used to sometimes play the game getting to know you. And then it would be essentially like a, a talk show in class. It would be like at the end of class. If it was like a double period or something. And then he would bring someone up for like five or ten minutes. And you would just like pepper them with questions as if they were on a TV show. So that's what we're going to do to you. We're going to get to know you. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I at least know that he thinks the most convenient way to heat water is in the sun. What? Oh, oh shit. Why is it again. the most convenient way? Surely it's not. I don't know. He thought so. Objectively, it's not. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the sun is really hot. <laughs> yeah. And if you put water in the sun, it's going to get really warm, right? Oh, so, so you're he... saying into the actual sun, not... Yeah. Like no, when no, we no. say it in the like sun, we mean in, on, on Earth, the, like in direct sunlight. Yeah, by the pool. Yeah. Okay, by the pool. Yeah. Okay, so let's uh, let's do some math here. Let's say you have a. <laughs> let's not even do some math. Let's do some almost math. You have a glass of water. Yeah. Or a, a cup of coffee. Like I, do. I always make some coffee and then I forget about it for like eight hours and then I realize I want to drink it and then it's cold. So then I, w- I just put it in the microwave and it gets hot in about thirty seconds. So there's a certain amount of energy. Let's call it X. That goes into making that that coffee hot again, and there's a certain amount of time, which we'll say is about thirty seconds. If I wanted to take that cup of coffee and make it hot by placing it into the sun, number one, it would take so much longer, and number two, the amount of energy required is so much higher. Uh, yes, but the sun is free energy. You know, it's gonna it's gonna get wasted. The microwave, you're paying the electric bill at the end of the day, but indirectly, it's the sun. It's still cheaper. It's still cheaper than for me to pay to get to the sun and harness the free energy there. Oh, you don't need least. to get to the sun. You just, you know, just uh, out in the yard next by the pool, for example. Okay, so we are talking place. about sitting in direct sunlight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's never gonna hit, It's never gonna reach optimum coffee drinking temperature. We're not talking about coffee. <laughs> he was just talking, he was trying to make it comfortable. Oh, wait, what? So, so you don't tried, like cold water. T- he took like a, if he went in Portugal, hmm. And he took like water with like this kids and toys. What? Put it in. A... Let him. Let him guess my how old I was later. Tell the whole story. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Guess, yeah. And, and he was taking the water and and it was gonna heat the whole pool. Oh. Or that is a lie, I guess. But when... <laughs> no, I was gonna. Uh, my mo- my mom was cold, right? Yeah, she was cold. She was cold. Ooh. And I felt bad for her, you know, because mm. I'm a good son. She didn't you know? like to go into the water. So you're going to take the water out, yes. the small units at a time, yeah. heat it in the sun, and then put it back in. Yes. Or or pour it over her. Yeah, that, that was the plan. Oh, okay. Pour it over her. Okay, okay. okay. That, was okay the, was uh, that was the end result. And because... he thought it would only take like 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> the water from the pool was like freezing cold. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on how you do it, right? Like if you took the water and you put it in a bunch of shot glasses, if you had like a hundred million shot glasses and you filled them all with the pool water and managed to put that out in the sun and then you took that water and then you poured it into a jug and then you poured that over your mom 20 minutes later, (laughs) then... I think it would take like 45 minutes to do that. I think the... Like if we're getting to like physics, I think water uh, doesn't absorb the heat from the sun because it goes right through the water because it's... Uh, That's can't, absolutely untrue because otherwise all water would be frozen. It's just inefficient. I mean, inefficient. Okay. Uh, that's why water is usually cold, even though we're in a warm place, right? Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't actually know. But... I don't know. But I will absolutely buy that. If you see running water, running water is always freezing cold. Like That's true. Always. But the I specific think, uh, heat capacity of water is very high uh, because yeah, of the intermolecular yeah. forces. We do chemistry on this podcast too, you know. Yeah, you, right. were, you were four, four or five years old, I hope. You should hope. Older. older you were seven years old. You were very close. It's like uh, kind of disappointing and close, like I was six or something. Okay, well, that's <laughs> fine. pretty much had it. Okay, because I was going to say eight is too old for this line of thought. Because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember being yeah. eight and I was smarter than that. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I hope. That's fair. fair. I mean, when I was in on one of these sun holidays with my family, all I, I think I told the story before, all I did was just throw shit in the pool and poop on people's porches. So I guess your story is a little more enlightened than mine. 
I mean, he was a good kid. Yeah, it was a good son, you know. Or the thought, you know, was was very warm. Clearly, yeah, warm. your heart was in the right place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, didn't we talk about this the other day? About so we, uh, my brother sent us. He has this calendar, yeah. uh, and it has quotes on it, and he sends them to us, and we discuss them sometimes. And the other day, we talked about whether, like, if you did a good thing, uh, expecting something in return, then you're not being a good person. Yeah, we've talked about that. Right? We talked I don't about actually fully agree with that. I don't, you don't agree with that. I don't. Our, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're a good person or not. I'm actually... Ooh. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter if you think about it. If you say uh, you need to get the surgery done or, done or you need some sort of help, right? Mm. And the person helping you is getting paid for it. Do you really care? Think about it. No. It, but I You're mean, this... getting the surgery done anyway. I mean, yeah, but that's, it's kind of besides the point. So if someone, it's, this is like if someone asked you, like, oh, which one's better, pizza or hamburgers? And you're like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm like, okay, but I still <laughs> yeah. asked the question, didn't I? So yeah, I okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get what you mean, but uh, that's true. I mean, of course, I think it's obvious that uh, if you do something only get to get paid for it, of course, you're not a good person because you just want the money. Mm. Uh, that's, that's pretty obvious. You could do something else for money, right? So, like, you're going to do something for money. You can either be a, a dirty venture capitalist or you can be a doctor. Like, surely uh, one of them is perhaps a better person than the other. Maybe, maybe, you know. Uh, I saw, I remember reading an article uh, about people who were working in COVID mm. at hospitals and stuff like that. And they posted it to, or it was very common, the study claimed that it was very common for narcissistic people to work at a hospital <laughs> during COVID. And then put on social media, oh, I'm such a good person, I'm helping, you know. Mm. So the motivation for them is likes on social media, right? Very good. But at the end of the day, they are, you know, they are helping people during COVID. It's a good thing, you know, but it's true. maybe not for the right reasons, but uh, it, it comes out as the same thing. People have different motivations, you know. I would say that doctors in general are not motivated by being good people. I'd say they're, yep, by and large, relatively bad people, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of them are real assholes, you know. I think yeah. a lot of them think it looks good yeah. on my CV to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think a, a bunch of them are like narcissistic or have narcissistic tendencies. And they absolutely. need to think for other people to think that they are good. But I don't think being a good person is the only thing that should motivate you. I think it's a weak motivator for most people. Uh, uh, nice. So I saw somewhere that the classes that have the highest number of narcissists it's like policemen and uh, doctors. Oh, okay. I mean, a policeman, I, I, I don't know if it's... A, so when, back in my Tinder days, uh, this is one of the... There was only a couple of things that were uh, no exception left swipes. And one of them yeah. was being a police officer. Left swipe means... No. No. Yeah. Yeah. And being a police officer was one of my very, very hard filters. I would absolutely never, almost regardless of anything else, pretty much, yeah, regardless of anything else, I would never right swipe a police officer. Do you okay. think that's... Elaborate. Why? Uh, why? Because I, I, becoming a police officer, I cannot see it coming from a good place. Like, when you're maybe four or five years old, I understand the appeal of being a police officer. But then, like, once you become six years old or maybe seven, I think you just start to realize that these are just, like... They're just like walking rule books that are, you know, they're like, how, how lame can you be? Like, how much of a dickhead can you be to just want to be the dude who enforces the rules all the time and wants to be like the, you know, that dude? That's kind I, of I think like young policemen are more are more likely to be like that, follow the rules strictly. And then the more older the kids are like, nah. Yeah, but yeah. And they just yeah. become lazy. It's not really just because they're better people than uh, just lazier. I think uh, like <laughs> when people look at like uh, mentality of, of police officers they uh, you, you get some crazy results like I've seen that like like domestic violence like mental yeah. illnesses like it's insane through the roof it's through the roof it, it's yeah. like they're all represented in, in these bad things I believe it and, and that, that's also like in Iceland like where we don't really have like extreme violence or extreme crime, We're really low crime, you know, here in Iceland. But still, you end up getting the same type of people uh, who really want to do police work. Yeah, it's like a, a power move. Yeah, and I think, like, it's I think it's kind of insane to say all of them are like a cap. You know, I think it's kind of insane, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, I think they are overrepresented. 
I think they're overrepresented in being. See how good scientist he is. <laughs> Very good, actually. But I think the sort of the A cab thing, which I think it's insane. I would say I'm inclined to. I think it's yeah. Okay, I can see that because on the one hand, I do, I do uh, appreciate the fact that you can't use such a broad brush on a large group of people. But then on the other hand, I see this. Like you're making a very active choice. Like this is not a trait you're born with being a police officer to choice, right? And you're making a very active choice to associate yourself with this for all that it is. And at that point, regardless of how good you are as a police officer, like this is still the company you chose. And supposedly you're only as good as the company you choose. Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a complicated it's question. Deep. I think. It's deep. It's really deep. But I, I, I've heard the argument for ACAP is that uh, some laws are just not okay, like uh, the Mariana law or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you can take that one law and say that because you choose to be there, you choose to be an institution that blocks up people because they smoke weed, you know, which is a human, you know, a human wrong or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you are a you know bastard or whatever. Mm, okay. Bastard or, but uh, I I don't really I don't really know what I think about it. You know, it's it's kind of kind of tricky. I think I the, think it's there's kind of, not enough logic there, unfortunately. Yeah. In that specific argument. But uh, yeah. But I think so. In uh, do you play Dungeons and Dragons? I have tried it. Nice. So do you not know for about, me? I guess. Fair enough. But the the like we've talked about this before. This like alignment thing yeah you know, yeah, yeah. i, I know all about that yeah, yeah. okay good he that's, knows that's the, only, everything that's the main about important it. philosophical thing that's come from dnd so the, cops are the epitome of lawful neutral that's what they are right so as a four-year-old i can understand why you would want to become a police officer because you think police are lawful good but realistically the police are lawful neutral that's their job because they're not meant like the, yeah, the judgment yeah. the morality judgment is supposed to come later that's true. Uh, and that is simply an alignment that I disagree with. Lawful neutral, I think, is the most brain-dead alignment you could possibly be. <laughs> yeah, that's a good take. So I think that's most of my sort of disdain comes from that specific fact. That if you're lawful neutral, I just think that you are... Just think a little bit. Just like have a, have an, have an opinion, man. Yeah. But uh, in some uh, utopia, you know, if, there were, if the laws were perfect... Then you be, sort of become lawful good in a way. They'd be because forced to be lawful perfect. good, yeah. Yeah, they'd be forced, but it would be like a still, systemic. You still need people to do that stuff as well. Yeah, you still need true. people to to do it, even though some of the stuff they do is is not very morally, you know, okay. But but you still need a lot of the stuff is just just like legwork that we need in society anyway, no matter what. I think the problem with a lot of things is the fact that almost all data comes from the U.S. because it's so big and yeah, like yeah. most of the, so like almost all the data you have for this stuff comes from there, That's and true. so all the examples of everything come from there. So like when you talk about the police, they you know you can bring up all this bullshit, but it, most of it refers to the U.S. So like for there, the Supreme Court has ruled that they don't have an obligation obligation to protect and serve the citizens, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they also. The thing that uh, this sort of is relevant to all societies, and I have a hard time wrapping my head around it, is the fact that you have the law <laughs> as like a body of work uh, that has to be adhered to. Mm -hmm. And you as a citizen have to obey the law, which fair enough. And ignorance of the law generally is not a valid defense. I guess there's some like very specific cases where it is, but like in general, you can't be like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't kill this person or whatever. <laughs> exactly. But even so, whatever. Uh, but in order to like uh, professionally work in a way that is like uh, critically analyzing the law, you need a very specific and like a notoriously difficult to obtain degree. But in order to like be a police officer who like every day enforces these laws, you don't actually need any, like realistically any formal training in the law. And again, the states, this is where this is getting relevant. There specifically, it's been ruled that a police officer is in no, doesn't have a duty to enforce the law as is. They have a duty to enforce the law as they reasonably expect the law to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which in is, a way, yes. Which is kind of like, which, okay, fine. Like, the, that's the only 
sort of realistically, that's the best you can expect them to do. But at the same time, for that to be the official stance is kind of like, it's not a perfect world. Absolutely, it's not a perfect I mean, it's, world. It's not the job of the policemen to like address some crime that is like, I don't know, just like some wrong thing in text. And I mean, you just did something minute. Yeah. That I, I don't even know an example of. <laughs> there's, there's something I don't know. There's like those uh, tax fraud people do. Yeah, but the police don't generally interfere. They mainly interfere with like street crime, right? So it, yeah. this is relevant for things like protests and stuff that we've been seeing recently, yeah. or like seeing more sort of in the news and stuff recently, where you know that you can arrest these protesters for whatever, and you can do what you say you need to do. But they're not expected to actually know whether these people were in the wrong or not. They're just yeah. like, they can just say like, oh yeah, I, I thought they may have been doing something illegal. And that's perfectly chill. Yeah. And that, that becomes a very difficult thing to reconcile philosophically, I think, on a societal level. But they are meant to know a lot about like traffic law. <laughs> they are expected somehow. Yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, right? I mean, given that, that what you just said. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you'd hope so, right? But. Yeah, but traffic law is quite clear cut, though, right? In general, yeah, traffic law is yeah. not very difficult. I would say, like, if no, I if I had twenty four hours to study for a singular policing exam, I would probably go for traffic law. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I already know most of it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone are expected somehow to know them. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we all learn to you... drive. Everyone yeah. that drive, they know it. Yeah, exactly. You you need to know it because you need to follow it. <laughs> but it's it's hard because like you would want you would want to be like, oh yeah, everyone should be taught all of the law so that they can follow it. But then that's also kind of unrealistic, right? You can't teach seven billion people the law in its minutia. Yeah, there are like I think people often break law without really knowing. Yeah, when it comes to like business and taxes and stuff like that, yeah. then it's really easy to accidentally yeah. break the law, of, of course. And, but and even like, in your everyday it, life, there was, I don't have the citation for this because I definitely don't remember, but there was some paper that like tried to detail the number of laws people break, you know, every day. And it's, it is basically every single day you break some law without knowing it. What, what kind and of these law? laws can range from, yeah, but these laws can range from tiny to big, right? It can be like, oh, you live in a house that isn't up to code or whatever. Or it can be like yeah, you jaywalked yeah. or you yeah. ran a red light or like it can just be anything, right? Yeah. And in this, again, in the States, because that's the only fucking place in the world, apparently, then uh, there are more laws on the books than they, like they, they cannot accurately determine the number of active laws. So they tried to, and they think it's like, it's like somewhere in the realm of 10,000 or whatever, but they're not really sure because they can't, it's like too difficult to research. Yeah. Because it predates the internet and all these things. So you might find some like statute that's kind of obscure or whatever. That's also complicated when like you, you, you're expected to know the law, you're expected to follow it, but no one knows the law. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, some things have to be determined like in the court. That's true. That's yeah. why we have court. That's true. Now, there are some laws that are just, no one follows. Like uh, for a time that was uh, pornography was legal in Iceland. Mm. Most people don't even know it. Like I just saw some map on Reddit or something. Yeah, and it's like where porn is legal, and it's like what Iceland is like <laughs> red is banned here. What the fuck? It's actually <laughs> it's illegal insane. to produce it here. Yeah, it's now it is legal, but it was illegal to just just illegal period yeah. for like uh, three years or something. It was uh, I think it was Italy or something. Yeah. Was the who made this law, uh, and no one wants to object these kind of laws. No, exactly. It's like oh, I am not. Porn watcher, I, I, I am clean, you know. <laughs> so I just like, uh, don't show up or what for it or something. But uh, it's insane though, like how. So Jonas watches a lot of porn. <laughs> that is our conclusion here. Yeah, no, 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 I, I don't watch porn. It's just my friends who watch porn. He's coming out in support you know, of porn. Breaking the law. <laughs> mm. So there's two, there's generally two types of legal systems. Let's go there. There's either the ones where you basically try to go by the book like the the law as written, uh, which is not the like common law UK, US type thing. And then there's that style where it's basically everything follows precedent. Which one would you uh, say is better? You put on the spot. Uh, I think it's somewhere in between. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but you have to pick I, one. You're, you I, I think the precedent is better. 
I don't. I don't think so. I think the other one is. I also don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Because like precedent is up to just like you're leaving a lot of things up to the up to chance, right? Some yeah. one case, like one judge in one case did something, and then forever everyone just follows that because it's been done before. Yeah, this is yeah, actually yeah. done a lot. That's true. It's very That's lawful true. neutral of you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh crap. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, do you guys have any lighter topics, or do you want to just talk about legal systems? <laughs> I, I was reading about, wait, I don't even remember the word. Mm. I think I googled that artic, article to you. Can I you googled the article to me? No, I like sent you. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up. Some cons... So, in some argument on Discord, which I often do. <laughs> you love online arguments. Yeah, so a guy, we were arguing, and he was like, you're a typical guy that follows casuistry. I have never heard that word before. Casuistry? Casuistry. Casuistry. C-A-S-U-I-S-T-R-I. Why? I remember you sent this to me and I Googled it and I it made me more confused because it has two definitions apparently and they I can't reconcile them. One of them says the use of clever but unsound reasoning, especially in relation to moral questions. Okay, fine. Ugh. And then the second definition is the resolving of moral problems by the application of theoretical rules. These are not the yeah. same thing at all. And <laughs> no, 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 they're not. So which one did he mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. From my understanding, it is that... I don't even remember what the... How, I had read so much about that throughout, like, the whole day. Wow, I should have... I thought I remembered it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but that, that's where they talk about... You have to do things on an individual case. You can't really make... There is no ethical thumb, rule of thumb. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that makes sense. That makes sense. It means you have to look at everything... It's in each case. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I think I disagree with... So my no, main... No, so the idea is that this is actually what ethic... Like, what what are they called specialists in this? Moralists or something? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Some sort of philosophers. Philosophers, yeah, that think about this a lot. They do casuistry a lot. That is basically how they find out what is right and what is wrong. But I... So I, we've talked about this before as well. Like I think I disagree because I think everything should be universalizable. I think that's the ultimate aim. You should be able to. Yeah, you should make decisions that, on a universal that is basis. Unfair. That doesn't make sense. I think it's impossible. It is impossible. It is, that's the idea with high casuistry. You, it is impossible. So I think I, I think I disagree. So I, but in a way that I like, I want to try to avoid uh, bias in this way. By trying to universalize, so uh, like if you are against, you know, some, let's say you are, uh, let's talk about Rick and Morty, so we don't offend anybody. Uh, the <laughs> what is it? The cone, the cone nipple people, and the disc nipple people. Yeah, Do you remember that? No. Who have a race war? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it. Uh, like if you, if you think that it's wrong to kill an, uh, a cone nipple person because you're a cone nipple person. You can't also think it's right to kill a, a disc nipple person just because you're a cone nipple person. Like the killing is still wrong regardless of your of the circumstances that you framed it within. Like you need to universalize these sorts of moral rules. Yeah, yeah, but they want things to be like you determine things of how you feel what is right and wrong. Not really what some authority tells you what is right or wrong. Okay, in, I mean in, I... in a way you should feel I shouldn't kill that person. You should feel it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that you should rely on like a rule book to do good. And I think there is like a certain baseline. That, absolutely. But I do think that there is a baseline level of human morality that exists, which sort of isn't like it's hard to define, but not killing other people definitely falls within it. Right. Like not committing genocide, I think, is like a, a general human moral yeah. right. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, like you shouldn't yeah. commit genocide, period. Like everyone should agree on that one. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. And like torture in general, you should be against. I don't think there's any real sound moral reasoning for torture. I think you can definitely create... Uh, you can you uh, can argue for it, definitely. Yeah, definitely but I think that in some situations. But I think that on like a, a human level, I think that you should... 
I'm pretty sure that if it's a wrong, I'm pretty sure it's not a, a thing you should do. It, I think it can become a necessary evil in very rare situations that like rarely what? form. Like what? Uh, this is more hypothetical. I'm not uh, claiming <laughs> that any sort of torture has been right. <laughs> but let's say uh, a, a terrorist put a bomb somewhere and it can only be removed if you have a coat. Okay. And, and that it's inside his body. Uh, and you only have a name. Uh, to no, get no, no, no. Let's just oh, say uh, he's <laughs> he knows the password. You know, you have twenty four hours. What are you gonna do? He's refused to say say anything. So what are you gonna do? You have a minute. He already swallowed it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now, in that, that you scenario, to, you only have a nail, and you only know it is in the middle of his no. chest. <laughs> oh my god! Stop and it! This is not torture anymore. <laughs> You're just talking about killing. Let, let, let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, 24 hours, and you need to get that information. Otherwise, innocent people will die. Blah blah blah. Mm, what are you okay. gonna do? Are you not gonna torture him? You're just gonna let him live because you have your moral code. No. So there's I, two there's I, two things here. On the one hand, there's the fact that yeah, I think in that situation, you're it's one life versus countless or whatever so yeah you should be able to just uh, yes. fuck this dude up also there's like the fault you know he's at fault he's, he's the one that yeah, the bomb he is he's the fault. one that blah 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 you know wanted to do it so yeah, it's very clear cut it's more than the trolley problem it's more it's more simple actually than the trolley I but then I'm on a the... psychopath I'm like laughing over to it <laughs> I mean the scenario we created is kind of it's kind of laughable you know? said, and I'm laughing over on the other hand you have the fact that torture has been like all the studies on torture show that it doesn't work. All it does is make the people tell I question that. you. I really question those studies. I haven't so, read them, but I question. Okay. <laughs> I think so it's made by the wrong people. I think it's made by people who want it to be true. What torture does apparently yeah. is that torture makes the person tell you what they think you want to hear if to make the torture end. If you're innocent. No. No, right. Maybe. But I you don't know. know. You don't know if the person. We know this person is guilty because we saw him on a camera or something. Blah blah blah. I don't know. But the main motivator for a person to uh, give you information during torture is to make the torture end. So I guess in that scenario, if you are uh, conf, like if it's very very clear that once they give you the codes, you will stop torturing them because you will be able to verify the codes. Then I guess you can assume that they will give you the correct codes through torture. But if it's not immediately verifiable and that's a good point, you know, yeah. some shit yeah. like that, then then they're just going to do whatever the fuck to make the torture end, right? Yeah. So you need but a very it's in like, order for to- give us the password to work. And someone is sitting by the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has to yeah. be like yeah, that's a it good point. Be, it has to be immediately verifiable. Also, uh, yeah, I would say like for general tortures, like ninety nine percent, nine 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 percent, it's immoral and it's definitely not effective either. Yeah, but there, are, but we're speaking completely like universally, right? For 7 billion yeah. people. Uh, there can definitely be situations. I think there are, uh, like, every day there are situations where... Okay, or so not every day, but uh, yeah, it can thinking, happen. Like, on the world are you living in? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think the police sometimes encounter people who are withholding information and there are people who are in danger because information is being withheld. I think it's in that case it's more ethical to fool them to tell you. Yeah, maybe. Basically lie to them. What I'm... What I'm... So, if torture worked, mm. I think that's one angle. If torture worked, let's just say it worked perfectly fine. There would be no, like, none of that stuff you talked about wouldn't be true. Uh, would it then be moral or immoral? You know, does that change? Is the, is the effectiveness the problem or the morality of it the problem? So now you have t- another two things that you have to consider uh, with what you said. So you said the police encounter people who are maybe withholding information, so they have to... Universal whatever. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, yeah. yeah. Exactly, okay, maybe, that's fine. Maybe, let's, maybe. let's give ourselves that. Can happen. Uh, Can happen. The problem here is that, like, the, let's let's give ourselves the fact that there, are, on the one hand, there are cases where torture by the police are justified, and we accept that. And then on the other hand, there are cases that uh, the police will think that torture is justified, and it's not. And you are trusting them, like, you're giving someone the authority to do what is, prop, like, in the vast majority of cases, an immoral act, and you are trusting their judgment in that this is the correct time and place to do it. Uh, is that like is I that wouldn't a make a law can... pro torture law? You know, I wouldn't <laughs> do that. No, would you? Uh, would you make an anti torture law? Yes, probably. Think about it. Like I said, ninety nine percent, nine 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 percent. It's it's not right. Uh, most of the time, it's been used. It's just been used for. 
you know, bad reasons. But uh, I, I believe uh, there can be hypothetically some. But I don't trust. I don't trust any human to accurately and consistently make the the judgment call of whether it's justified or not. Because I think most people, yeah, when they're trying same. to do anything for any, like to fulfill any goal, they will probably be likely to think that what they want to do is justified, right? Yeah, I think for a, if a police officer was allowed to torture people, they would <laughs> at his own judgment. They probably yeah, you would probably get some really nasty people to be police officers to to enforce that law, mm-hmm. or to to uh, yeah would abuse that. Uh, so it's not a good idea to make it legal. I'm not pro no. torture legally legality at least. In conclusion, <laughs> illness is a psychopathic pro. Uh, torture, torture yeah. guy, and everyone has been tortured. I'm, pro, uh, for, I'm for it. I'm all for it. Yeah, and you consume a lot of pornography. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where I get my uh, politics from. From the <laughs> from porn. Yeah, yeah, from the dialogue at the beginning. You know, <laughs> that's. I mean, is there a? Do you think that if we uh, went forward in time? Well, no, not even forward in time. We went to a a different planet that had no conception of what our planet was like and uh but they understood our language they could like you know understand our language and they could sort of you know not be totally like what is this glass that they drink from (laughs) you know like they could understand basic concepts or whatever but they didn't know how our society was structured do you think that you could provide them with exclusively opening dialogue from porn and they could get like a generalized sense of what our society how it worked and what it was all about or no just from porn? Uh, Just from the opening dialogues of porn, not from any of the... <laughs> like, all that has ever been made. Uh, yeah. But it can only oh, be... Oh, it has to be all of it. It can't... I mean, it can be all of it, but you can also pick and choose. Can it be like word and word from it? So you no, just pick no, no, no. a word from no. every word... No, no. You don't get to splice it together. It's, you just give them a collection, <laughs> an problem unordered... Think that we are uh, very, uh, very sexual. Aren't, I mean, aren't we are, we? but we're not that. <laughs> Not that sexual as, uh, as porn, I would say. And 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 make odd like conclusions of stuff. Yeah, they'll probably think if if uh, two people are in the same room, they're gonna they're gonna have sex. You yeah. know? There's no probably. there's nothing else to do <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> but they would get. I think they would get a general concept of the types of jobs that we had. Yeah, yeah. You know that pizza delivery man and <laughs> yeah, all these things. And yeah, yeah. Plumber, <laughs> clowns. Uh, clowns <laughs> and like of what what our houses sort of generally speaking what our houses looked like uh, you know what our surroundings were like I think they could you know it would be better than nothing for sure yeah it would be better than nothing would but, it be uh, better or worse than giving them a bunch of action movies you can either give them this or you can give them Jason Statham's uh, cinematic catalog I mean that would mean that a lot of people get killed for no reason yeah, so which one do you think would give a more accurate depiction of our of our universe or of our civilization? The opening dialogue from a bunch of porn movies or Jason Statham's entire catalog? I think porn movies. I think uh, <laughs> porn has less violence in it in general. Yeah. In, in general, yeah. all of it, but uh, yeah. It, I mean, let's not go there, but yes. I mean, no one's getting shot <laughs> in the face repeatedly, etc. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I, I mean, not, not in the porn that we would submit anyway. No. Right, right. All right. So you prefer porn to Jason Tatham. You like torture. But I don't like torture porn. That's not my thing. <laughs> no, don't you don't put them together, you know? Don't shit where you eat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is one of the weirder episodes. Um, <laughs> so you uh, you have a duty now to our listeners. Oh, Every week we have, we present a skill of the week. So you have to teach our hundreds of thousands oh, of listeners crap. a skill some any skill you know these some of these skills are terrible some of them are great some of them really aren't skills but you need to at least make a good faith attempt to teach a skill um, what type of skill what do you... do you just like what do you think when you hear it yeah what like what kind of skill well like if you had to teach like a kid came up to you and was like teach me something useful daddy like what would you teach them but something obscure but useful Skill or knowledge, you know. Only Just, skill. I mean, knowledge is fine if it's if you think it's sort of like a life skill to know that bit of knowledge. If it's good to know that thing, like for example, it's it's a skill. If you're talking knowledge, it's a skill to know. I think I've said this before that if you have X percent of Y, 
that's the same number. The result is the same number as y percent of x. So like 30% of four is the same as 4% of 30. That blew my mind when I learned it years <laughs> and years ago. So that like that's skill, but it's also knowledge. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I think I have one. All right. But uh, it's you probably heard it before. I mean, it's kind of obvious, but uh, I feel like a lot of people should, especially young people, don't do it enough. Okay. And that is uh, when you make a big decision yeah. to sit on it for at least, I would say, a week. It's a really big decision and you can mm. because uh, your emotions, they go up and down and you feel a certain way. And then maybe three days later, you have a completely different opinion. Mm. And this is especially true for me, I think. It means to print it out and then sit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Literally exactly. for a week. Yeah. You have to sit on that piece of paper for a week. Pretty much. I mean, this yeah. is like, imagine you're at a store and you see like a super nice necklace that you want. It's a big gold chain that says daddy on it. Uh, <laughs> like you, Damn, you really should go home. And if in a week, every single day <laughs> you've wanted that daddy necklace, then maybe it's worth getting. But if in a week you don't care anymore, you probably saved yourself thousands of dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's a good uh, example, I would say. Given your profile in this podcast, I thought you were going to do the, if you need to make a big decision, you should masturbate first. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's obvious, you know. And torture a mouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that do always something... makes me feel better, you know. When I'm well, like, mouse. do something high, like, that creates, like, an emotional climax, if you will. Like, go on a roller coaster or something, or do something crazy, and see if, like, in the aftermath of that, you still think it's exciting, you know. Get all the excitement out of your system, and then see if you're still turned on by the idea. That's a, that's a yeah. life hack. If you want, if you don't have a yeah. week, you know. Yeah, true. If you don't have a week, then go torture someone for the adrenaline, <laughs> and yeah, see yeah. if you still want to. Or for information they may have, possibly. Yeah, exactly. You know, they might. They might be a terrorist. Who knows? That's true. They they may know what it's know. like to buy a you big daddy necklace. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Nice. Uh, so what we also do? Ah, I have. Where's my phone? Talking of my brother's uh, calendar, this yeah. is also something that I do. He sent. Uh, he sent more pictures, and I always assume that these pictures are these quotes. So let's go for the first one. The first one says, sometimes on the way to the dream, you get lost and find a better one. So is that basically the skill that you said? You know, you're like, you're chasing the daddy necklace. And if you if you give it time, you don't you don't commit too hard. Maybe you'll find a better dream. Uh, well, I mean. It's a reach, but it's there. Not quite. It's kind of the opposite in a way. <laughs> <laughs> because you actually take the dream that you think you want and then you turn, you know, it's kind of the opposite. Mm. All right, fair. Whatever, man. I'm trying here. It's a good quote, though. It's a good quote. I like it, you know. You love it? I love it. It's great. Would you get it tattooed on you? Uh, Sure. All right. Wait, I'm waiting for this other one to load, but it won't because the internet hates me or something. Let's see. If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. That's I like that one. Sex actually. is that sexual? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if you've seen him naked and it doesn't scare you, you should look elsewhere. <laughs> you could do better. Uh, I'm not sure about the sexual part, but the rest I I I, agree, I I would definitely agree with. Get out of your comfort zone, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it just depends what your comfort zone is, of course. Uh, what what scares you? You know, if you're. Uh, Afraid of, uh, like, if you're doing something really dangerous, you know, like, I don't know. Being tortured. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, pretty dangerous. Uh, I, I mean, like, for example, uh, I had friends who loved to climb houses on, like, rooftops. Mm. And I would hang out with them, but I would never go on top of the rooftop. Because I know what happens if you fall off a rooftop. Yeah. And you slip while you're climbing up there, You, it's not going to be pretty. And I don't want that. But what? But that was never your dream, right? So it's fine. Uh, I mean, I really missed out, mm. you know. They were chilling out. I was just like down there, like, just, you know, waiting for them to come down. Like, it was not a dream, you know. But uh, I'm talking more about the fear. That's, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty rational fear. And I'm glad I didn't go up there in the end because there was a chance I would have fallen, you know. And it would have been very painful and, 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 and stuff like that. So don't use fear as your only filter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you should ha have more filters for what makes a thing a good decision. What kind of fear is it? Is it some kind of an anxiety? You know, like, are you afraid of, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Like social anxiety or something like that? Was holding you back? Mm. Then I don't think that's a good thing to let, you know, control your dreams or whatever. 
I think that's really, I think that's a good good example. I think social anxiety, for the most part, is an irrational fear, for example. Nice, very good. You're wise beyond your years. He's clever. Yeah, check him He's out. He's a genius. Genius level <laughs> intellect. Oh, <laughs> I would never say that about. There's some people say that about themselves, like genius level intellect. Yeah, Monroe probably says Just it a lot. No, they're gonna be an asshole, you know. Yeah, I would never say that about myself, right, Guion? Guion, do you have any? So Guion gives us parting words sometimes. Do you have any parting words for us? You know, because you know how rebel I am, mm-hmm. like badass. Yeah, of course. This quote says, "Yes, I'm crazy." Normal is boring to me. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I, if there's a girl who's wearing, either wearing a t-shirt that says that or she has it like tattooed somewhere on her, uh, then I don't want to date her. And if it's a dude I, I, I don't, don't want to date really... you either. Uh, Boom. Excuse me? Whatever, man. Wait, so you're a girl who has that? All right. Uh, is that it? Do you have any other parting words? Yeah, be kind. Nice. Unlike... Unlike Jonas. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a, a torturing uh, pro torture pervert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jonas, do you have any parting words for us? They don't have to be anything like what what Quillion said. They just it can just be anything. Um, you can just say thanks. You can just say bye. You can just say you can give us some words of wisdom. It can be anything. Uh, I will say uh, there probably has been a scenario where torture was the right choice, but people mm. weren't allowed to make it. Oh shit! <laughs> and wow. probably that morality co- costs some people their lives. Fuck. There you go. That's my parting words. Just gonna end it with that. <laughs> okay, uh, those are the hardest hitting parting words we've ever had. I think. <laughs> it's so long. God damn. God damn. All right. Uh, I'm just gonna say, fucking send us shit. Send us things. Uh, Money. Callingmanura at gmail dot com. Or send us money, like people have been doing, Mr. Fogarty and stuff. Send us fucking money, because uh, <laughs> that's good. Money is chill. Uh, or send us voicemails, or follow us at Calling Monroe. Uh, clap out our guest if you're at home. If you're standing in your living room, just give him a big round of applause. And keep on trucking. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Stay blessed. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> You're feeling low In need of a bro There's one thing That makes your heart start to glow Calling Monroe Calling Monroe Calling Monroe